back again. Like we, we never are. left. <laughs> no, we've been on hiatus for the past few weeks. Yeah. So it was probably good. Recharge our brains a little bit. Come yeah, back to it, it with a fresh perspective. Yes, it was good. And I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm excited for this new episode. Yeah. So today we've got email. Yes. Um, emails. I, th- I, I think to start, you're probably not emailing enough if you're watching this. Because I don't think anyone really is. Um, just some general hot takes here before we get started. It doesn't cost anything to send emails to your audience. I mean, yes, it costs money for MailChimp or whatever you choose to use. But outside of that, it's minimal. Yeah, it's so minimal. It's so minimal. And the ROI on it is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, but I think there, there are a lot of uses for email that I think people kind of don't think about when they think email. They think like, oh, maybe I should just email my sales and have a new sale every week and email that. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's like, go ahead and do that. But you can also push out other types of emails too. So if you know, for example, um, that you create products that have, let's say you're, um, you're a CBD company and you want to put out recipes for mixing in CBD with regular food, that would be something that people might find interesting. Um, so if you're creating content and things of that nature, emails are a great way to push that stuff out. It's also just additional touch points for your brand, right? So like every time you send an email, you're having a one-on-one direct conversation with someone that you wouldn't be able to have somewhere else necessarily. So yes, on social media, you can communicate with your audience and it's back and forth and that's all good. But at the same time, an algorithm change might happen and all of a sudden now, well, no one's seeing your social media posts anymore unless you pay to advertise to them, which is going to get kind of expensive. Another use for emails that I think is really, really good is in tandem with either SEO or paid advertising. And that could be Facebook advertising or Google advertising. But if you're sending people to a landing page and you have all the different kinds of information and stuff, and maybe your product, maybe it's B2B, maybe you've got a little bit, maybe you're a service, right? And it takes a little while for your sales cycle. Right out of the gate, people might not be ready to buy just just off that one touch point of coming to your site, whatever. So as they're thinking about it, maybe they're shopping around for a mortgage. Maybe they're looking for a new car. As you sign up and request more information, it's good to just have those emails. You can set up a flow, an automation tool, something like that to engage them, push them through the funnel. And I know some companies that do this with quizzes um, where it's like, what product is right for you? I know some companies will do this with content. Some other companies will do this with deals. I don't recommend leading with a deal right out of the gate. I might save the deal for a little little bit because uh, maybe you don't need a deal right away and you don't want to just be pushing out, you know, like a 20% discount when you don't need to. But I think that's a good like third or fifth email wherever you're going to end the sequence to push out a deal or something like that. So those are my general initial thoughts. What do you think, Burr? No, I think, I think you're spot on. I mean, I think email is so underrated in regards to a marketing channel that Um, I think there should be more emphasis on it because a lot of people, they're not, they're not investing in the email side um, just because they think it's spammy or it's not worth it or whatever. But 
based on our experience and based on our analytics and, and everything that we've seen, emails is probably the best ROI driver there is. Um, as long as you're getting new email addresses. So I think one of the mm-hmm. things that I want to talk about was the acquisition of email addresses is that yeah. when you get someone's email, it's like asking someone for their phone number. You have their contact information at that point. And I don't know about you, um, but myself, every every morning, and I probably should stop doing this, but every morning I wake up, the first thing I do is check my email. Um, yep. And a lot of it is spammy stuff. A lot of them is things that I probably won't read or whatever, but maybe that one time it does or you know there's certain emails that or certain companies that i follow that i do read every single email uh, because i want to know what's going on and i i think um one of the things that emails do is yes it gives you the touch points and obviously all the basics of hey it gets in your inbox you can read it whatever i i don't think people are utilizing email in a way of humanizing the brand um Mm. they they send it as a oh here's a sale or here's a new product or here's whatever. But if you humanize the brand a little bit through email, you're able to come off um, and create a more real relationship with that customer. And, and, and what I mean by that is like, it doesn't matter what business that you're in. You can be in B2B and your email list can only be your 200 clients. But I'm sure you don't talk to your 200 clients every week. So for us, if you're able to, if, if I'm you know the owner of that company, I have 200 clients, I have maybe 10 employees, I can't touch every one of those clients every week, but I can send out an email to every one of them every single week and just kind of let them know what's going on. If you need me, whatever it is. So just there's multiple ways to use email. It's not just a, Hey, here's 20% off. Use this code. There's other ways to do it and also provide a benefit to them. So, you know, if you're selling a specific service like it, for example, and you know that a new um, ransomware is out and this is how you prevent it. You can write an email to your current clients and prospects of like, hey, listen, this ransomware is out. Be on the look for it. This is what it looks like. This is how you prevent it. Make sure not to open up any um, random clicks or websites or whatever it is. And it allows you to create that touch point, but also provide value to that customer or prospect. So for me, I think email is, is very underutilized, but um, it's a very powerful tool to do it. And there's so many different platforms that you can use. Mailchimp is like $50 a month. Um, it's free up to 2000 subscribers. So if you have less than 2000 people on your email list, it's free. It's really easy to use. Um, you have constant contact, you have Emma, you have Clavio. There's so many of them that you can try out um, and use and it works great. And just, just even for us, you know, we're, we're a B2B type business. We're a service-based business and we send out emails when I personally write a letter to our customers, yep. to our prospects, and those always turn out really well um, because I'm humanizing the brand. I want to give the company a voice and it's not just a company. It's me speaking from what I believe or what we're doing and from my, my own words. Um, another area that we send out emails is as far as like our you talks. Hey, listen, we just provided a new podcast. Come and listen. If you want to learn more about emails, here's, here's an email about emails. Um, and then, you know, other areas too, like if, if there's specific things in regards to SEO, if there's an algorithm change, Google updates, website updates, things like that, all those emails go out and we have a database of thousands of people that follow us. And a lot of them aren't customers. A lot of them are students or a lot of them are people that are professional marketers or aspiring marketers or people that just look up to us or 
people that hate us, whatever it is, we have that big list of people that for some reason they want to hear from us. And so we, we provide that information to them. Um, and it might not relate to an ROI directly because they might not be a customer and not buy a service, but if they know who you are, I guarantee you, and, and they follow us, if they ever hear of a company or they go to a company like, Hey, I need a website or I need SEO, whatever. I'm sure we're still top of mind of like, Hey, you got to check out this company called Utex. So there's all kinds of different ways to kind of get people back in. But, um, I think it's, it's, it's really important to have that channel of marketing, uh, for any business. It doesn't matter what business that you're in. And it's, it's really, really similar to like SEO. Like I believe yeah. every company that has a website, every company should have a website, but every company that does have a website should have SEO so they can rank organically on Google because that's the only way that you're going to be found in today's world. I think it's just as important as building an email list because that's proprietary information. That's, that's yours. Yep. You know, yep. the reason why, um, morning brew and all those companies are so popular is not because they have this amazing website or whatever. It's because they provide content and value in their emails. And I read the morning brew every single morning just to kind of keep me up to date. And it was a really, really smart platform to use. Um, and it, it just worked out awesome. So I think more and more companies should definitely be focusing in on emails. And um, if you don't have the time to do the emails, call us, we'll do it. We do it. We do so many emails on a monthly basis, hundreds and hundreds of emails for clients. Um, we get it done and, it, and, and the ROI is there. Yeah. And you, you touched on so many good things. I want to, I want to like bring them back just a little bit. Cause I think the emails that come from a CEO or founder that they don't need to be like all the other emails either that you send out, they could be more plain text, you know, right. very just, just one-on-one -on -one connection. Hey, this is CEO slash founder, whoever I'm here to just talk to you about like some things going on in the space or, you know, how, how we're doing as a company or some new things that we're doing to help our customers, whatever it is, those are great to send all the time. Well, not, not all the time, whenever you have those kind of updates, which brings me to my next point. You don't necessarily need a rigid schedule. It could be good in some instances and in other instances, maybe you don't have something to say all the time. You know, we right. just took a few week hiatus from this to focus on other things, but we're back. I mean, we still see value in it. And of course we're doing it. And maybe it's the same way for you too. Maybe you don't need a schedule of sending out an email once per week because you're going to run out of stuff. That's okay. Send out emails when you have stuff. The other thing I'll say is this is a good metric of knowing when to send out emails. Is there value for the person receiving this email in this email that I'm about to send? If the answer to that question is yes, send it. It doesn't matter how frequently you're emailing people, as long as there's value in it, as long as I'm gonna open that email up and be like, damn, nice, I'm glad I got this email today, then send it. There's, there's right. no, you're not, gonna, you're not gonna bother me by sending too many if I'm liking what I'm getting. But on the, on the flip side, Maybe I only hear from you once a month, but the emails that you're sending me don't provide any value. Well, then even though you're only sending once a month, I don't care. I don't want to get right. it. Right. So that that's that's a big point for me. And then lastly, I want to touch on spam and email collection, which you brought up a little bit, Burr. But you don't want to just start emailing people who you don't know. <clears throat> and right. especially if you're trying to upload a list to MailChimp, that's not going to work. And MailChimp has really, really good spam filters now. They'll probably just block you, shut you down, not let you do it. But in addition to that, I, I can't tell you how many emails I get personally 
from people that just sign me up for their marketing email list and just send me emails each day. And like, I don't know who you are. I did not sign up for this. I, I, most of the time I'm not even interested. It's like, do you need new elevators for your building? I'm like, no, we don't even own the building (laughs) and I'm CMO. Like what role would I have in that process? So those types of things don't engage in those spammy tactics because then all those touch points with your brand. If I, if someone from that brand actually wanted to work with me in the future and calls me or, you know, whatever gets a hold of me and actually has some value. And I happen to go back through my emails and see that they're engaging in something like this. I'm going to be like, ugh. You know, or maybe I remember the name of the company and I'm like, so-and-so from wherever is calling. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to engage with them. So don't do that kind of stuff because, you know, you may think that purchasing a cold list or emailing a list of prospects that you found is a good idea. And, And I'm not saying don't cold email people, period. I think if you're a sales guy, cold email people all day. Like that's, that's a good tactic, but don't just sign people up for your marketing company email list and start shooting them emails of random promos and stuff when maybe they've never heard of you because that's just going to sour things for you and it's going to hurt your deliverability through spam filters and everything like that so you don't want to get flagged for any of that that could be bad Um, metrics that you want to see it depends on industry and certain emails will get better open rates or click-through rates than other emails for instance if you don't put a link to anything you're not going to get a click-through rate right but um and right after someone signs up, they're more likely to, to open your email. So the first email you send to a new list, most likely going to get opened higher than a variety of others. But I always tell people to aim for a 20% open rate as a good baseline measure. Now, open rates are declining a slight bit, not anything to worry about. But I think these days, depending on your list, if you got a 15% open rate, I think that's still pretty tolerable and good. In some industries, I've heard that, you know, we're cool with 10. And that's what they say. We're cool with 10%. I don't know that I'm ever cool with 10%, to be honest with you. I like that to be higher. I think our email open rate is consistently over 30% for every email that we send. We like to keep it up high like that. We like to make sure that we're providing value to people. So those are some things to consider. And then click-through rates too. That's going to vary based on, you know, do you have a big offer in this one? or a new product, a lot more people are gonna be clicking that. So that that one's a little bit harder to provide targets on, but um, I will say for open rate, that's a big indicator of if you're emailing too frequently, if you're not putting enough value into the emails, if you're just bombarding people with spam, you're gonna to start to see those decrease and go down yep. over time. And that's, that's how you know how to send more or less emails or change up the content of the emails. And A-B testing is a good way to really dial in on that too. But people ask me a lot, like, should I be sending more emails? I don't know. I need to look at your list. I need to look at what you're sending. I need to look at the dates, times you're sending them, what you're sending to people, how they're historically performing. I can't just answer that question for you and say, uh, 20%. It's not a magic number. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, everything that you just said is, is spot on. I mean, from, from, I've seen a lot of people buy a list, they upload it, they send out, it's a cold list, they get banned. It's not a good look, it doesn't ever work. Um, you know, buying lists is one thing and then emailing one by one to those people um, through like your yeah. private email exchange server is fine. You can do that, go ahead and do that because you're trying to sell something, I get it. But again, like you said, if, if it's a company newsletter, a company 
you know, promo for you all know e-commerce site. I've never heard of this e-commerce site and now they're sending me sales. It's like, you know, this is kind of shady stuff. So um, it's definitely something to watch out for. Don't do that. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I think from, from emails, yeah, I mean, 20% open rate, I think it's good. Um, I would shoot for a little bit more than that, but depending on how big your email list is and where you're acquiring those email lists and things, I'm sure it just kind of depends on, you know, what you're trying to do here. But um, I would say a steady 20% is, is pretty solid in the email side. And there's all kinds of creative things that you can do with emails. It doesn't have to be um, this flashy HTML email that you put together. You could do plain text emails. Those do really, really mm -hmm. well. I mean, even just like I, I bring back Morning Brew, but it's really a simple plain text email. You kind of go through and that's it. Um, and it's really, really popular. You don't need to add video. You don't need to add GIFs. You don't need to add all that stuff in there. Occasionally, yeah, it, it's cool to add in or whatever, but it's not necessary. I don't, I don't think it is. Um, and so the other thing too, is like, you got to remember a lot of people are still, you know, in the dinosaur age where they're using specific browsers for email browsers, or they're on outlook and it doesn't open up HTML five or, you know, certain things. So you got to be careful as far as how that goes in and out. Um, and how the email looks based on the platforms or phones that they're on. But also note that most people that are checking their emails are probably checking it on their phones now. Yep. Uh, and so just to kind of keep that optimized for mobile um, and always leave a link somewhere so that they can click through to something. Um, I think that's really important. Um, even if it's just your logo, you know, if it's going back to your corporate website, that's fine. Just have some sort of link back. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I, I mean, I, I definitely think it's something that people should be more engaged with um, and not just to clients, prospects and all, but also like your employees, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. when I send an email out to our 75 employees that we have, it means a lot more than for me to just slack it. You know, people to actually go through, read the email, see what's going on. It just seems more, um, I guess, relationship building than me just saying, Hey, what's up on Slack, you know? So, um, it's definitely something to keep in mind and, and, and to utilize. I mean, again, it's, it's minimal cost. It's free, essentially, if you have less than 2000 people and um, it's effective. It's very effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and one thing I'll mention about you sending out those emails to employees internally and everything, I think it's great for multiple reasons, but one of them is probably because you get messages back from people yes. who reply to you. Yes. and have one-on-one -on -one conversations with you. And yeah. I think that's another thing that could be applied to email marketing as well. If you're someone, I, I never think it's a bad idea to have conversations with your customers and you're gonna get, you're probably gonna get a lot of out of office emails too. So just sort through those when they come in, but um, you'll, you'll get responses from people every now and then saying different things to you when you, when you send out these emails. So set, if you're open to it, open yourself up to that allow those emails to come in, respond to people, have conversations with them, and you'll learn a lot about your customers. I know one person in particular who does a ton of this, and it's Rand Fishkin. We interviewed him in uh, season one for You Talk, and he's the co-founder of Moz. Now he works at a company called SparkToro. You can just email him, and he'll email you right back about anything that has to do with the platform. He keeps his inbox really clean, like squeaky clean, he told me. And he'll send out marketing emails. And if you reply to those marketing emails, he'll respond right back to you. Like, what do you need? Yeah, okay, that's the problem you're having. Got it. I'm on top of it. 
And I think that's just an excellent way to do it. So that's something else to think of. You can also set yourself as the from name for emails too. If you want it to come from a specific person at wherever your company is. So that's something Wilbur and I will do when Wilbur sends out an email of him addressing people or, or addressing clients or whoever is on our list, then it'll come from Wilbur and Wilbur will get all the replies. And a ton of people will reply to Wilbur <laughs> and he'll have conversations with them. Organic conversations, like nice conversations about things. Same thing with, with our marketing emails. You probably get them. Those come from me. And then we have other things that might just come from the business that are you know a little bit different. So yeah, you can mess around it, with that. It's a cool opportunity to talk to your customers. And mm. I mean, we have thousands of customers. And so I rarely ever talk to, you know, some of them. I don't talk to everyone every single day anymore. And, and we've gotten to the point where I don't, I don't really get engaged that much unless, you know, they're, they're the bigger accounts. But for, for, for me, um, when, when I do send out those emails, it's really nice to, to get feedback from companies or, or people that we work with that I haven't really gotten a chance to talk to before or work with. And at the end of the day, they're still paying Utah which is my responsibility. And so it's really cool to kind of engage with those people. And I think it's really, really important. Yep. Yeah, that's a great opportunity there. So um, outside of that though, I mean, I think, I, again, I think emails is huge. It's not going away. It's here for the long haul. Um, it's an easy marketing initiative for any company to take. And it's probably one of the most basic fundamental marketing strategies there is. Um, but people kind of forget about it just because they think, uh, you know, what is an email going to do? But if you break it down, the email, the touch points is a lot more cost effective than any other marketing digital AI. Yep. I think that's a great note to end on. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks guys.